guys, I'm Ash. And I'm Pete. We're two friends with a combo of seven kids ranging from toddlers to 20s and two crazy husbands. Our paths were not easy. With childhood battle wounds, divorce, second marriages and all, we somehow found each other. And together we talk real life, laugh, cry, and figure out how to survive the day. Music is by Dustful Champion. To hear Dustful Champion's newest hits, search Dustful Champion on Spotify. Hey guys, it's Ash and P. Hey! <laughs> I didn't know how to respond because that was so weird. I know. See what happens when we role play. <laughs> you were pressing record and I was listening to what your husband was playing out there. It's your first mistake. I know. Don't ever pay attention to him. (laughs) (laughs) Just kidding. We love you, Tony. Um, So, okay. Why is he so loud all of a sudden? I was going to say I know that you're like crazy busy and exhausted and all kinds of craziness right now. Yeah, I think I'm losing my mind. So thank you for taking time out of your evening. That's okay. I actually feel better right now. You do? Yeah, I feel Good. a little bit better. I still feel tired. I should I think I'm gonna cancel my class in the morning. But I'm you just like sleep. I'm yeah, I think I'm on overload. Yeah, I think you are. A little overworked, a little exhausted, and a little burnt out. Yeah, you need some time, especially yeah. asleep. Time of sleep is going to help you, I think. Mm-hmm. I hope. I hope so, too. If not, maybe you need to start taking iron. I don't know. You know, I was thinking about that today. Do you take vitamins? No, I'm very bad at it. Do you? You yeah. do. I do. T- I mean, I do, but not on, not regularly. Oh, see, but I, I do I see. Well, what happened was when I would do whole 30, you, you couldn't take, I couldn't take yeah. any. Yeah. So then it was kind of hard to transition back. And then it was like, Oh, all the vitamins have just sugar in them. So don't take them. And you know, like they say, like when you wake up in the morning to put something good in your body, because it's what your body remembers, you know, and so I've you never should... heard that, but I'm not a healthy person. So I've heard sense. that. I really rarely live up to that because I think I put coffee in my body the first chance I get. It's not really great, but yeah. I need the caffeine. What should you, what, what do you think your body wants to recognize? Probably like, like a protein shake or, you know, well, I was thinking healthy. like, I don't know why I'm thinking something really dumb but like a piece of lettuce (laughs) (laughs) probably not I mean that would be water maybe maybe that would fall in the lines of like put put water in your body which is still good I mean that's important right yes hydration Mm -hmm. I don't know if I'm gonna chew on a bag of lettuce in the morning though (laughs) I mean, you don't have to chew on it, but... Well, what are you going to do with it? Only have, like, one leaf, maybe. <laughs> I don't know. I thought we were talking about snacking in the morning, like, getting your good little snack and... You know, like... Find a banana. Like a banana, yeah. But you don't eat just a banana. You put it in your smoothie. <sighs> you know... Or in your shaking. Uh, when I do. So, I try to intermittent fast. This is going down a rabbit hole here, but... Um, <laughs> and so, then I won't have breakfast. Um, and I'll only eat for a period of time during the day and then that's it, which I've been doing that for a few years and actually it does work very well for me, but, um, there are times where I try to change it up and I try to like, okay, have a protein shake in the morning. Then you start your day off that way. Then you can have your coffee. Then you can whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe I should fast. The girl that I work with does. Does she like it? I mean, I, I think you get accustomed it, to like it. She likes it, but she does it. It's like someone will offer. She says it's so funny. Someone will offer her something, and she'll be like, 
Oh no, it's not in my feeding window. <laughs> like, oh my gosh. Oh my you gosh. Have to say it like that. I'm like, you're like an animal. That's it's hilarious. like you're like you're a zoo animal. You know, like they have their feeding times. That's hilarious. She's a hoot. She cracks me up. But yeah, so I always joke with her about her feeding windows. But yeah, she she does very short feeding windows though. Yeah. Like, how long do you do? So I go eight sixteen. Is that right? Yeah. So eight hours of eating. Like I have eight hours to eat, and then sixteen hours of no eating. I don't think she even gives herself eight hours because we do work a ten hour shift, but. She doesn't start in the beginning of our day. So. I don't start till like noon. Like that's my, like that's my like noon. And then I have till eight. It doesn't. You I never don't, eat that. No, I, I don't. But it gives me a window to like, if I'm running late yeah. with dinner, then I can get something. Or if dinner is really like little and I decide I want to have like a little snack after dinner. I could have something if I wanted or maybe I just have a cocktail. And then, oh yeah, you know. that's true. Yeah. Oh, I need to ask her this because that means she is not having any drinks during the week. Yeah. Yeah. And I don't do it on the weekends because that's too much unless I accidentally do it and then like if I, like if my day's gone too busy and I'm like well might as well intermittent today <laughs> it's been how long since I've had something oh to eat you're so crazy see I I guess I could probably do that um but I wouldn't have any coffee that would mean I'd have no coffee or anything because I'm not going to do black coffee I'm not I can't you do need that. to do black coffee. no I can't do that because I, think I don't even like some coffees with stuff in it I think that your life would change mm-hmm. if you drink I think coffee. the only coffees I could drink would be like bears coffees and those are too expensive for me so I can't do that you know I guess maybe I'd save money on um, stevia and, um, cream. yes, yes, but um, that stuff's not very expensive. So. Can I tell you something? You know, what is freaking expensive. What? Uh, yeah. What? Is that what you were going to say? Yeah, I really was. I, I know I'm like, I was thinking today, oh my gosh, I'm going to be driving so much this week because I had to drive, you know, Monday. I mean, aside from work, <laughs> I, I do, I do have to drive every Monday through Thursday to work. But I mean, aside from that, Monday and Wednesday, I had to do karate. But on Monday, I had to go home and get Hayden and then take him to karate. So that was extra driving. And I am just, I don't want to have to fill my tank up again. And I think in about a half a, well, in about a week, I'll have to. Yeah. And I don't want to do that. I just, I just want like maybe a, a barrel of gas. Can I get a barrel? Uh, well, oh. if you can, let me know where, because it's just insane. And, you know, we have, my car's fine. Like my car's a normal, I think, like, you know, SUV. It's mm-hmm. not anything crazy on gas, but it's not a gas saver. But then Tony drives the truck and luckily he works from home. But still, we've been driving across town every day. And I know he's usually the one that takes her. And we were talking about that today. He's like, I really need to switch cars with you because it's getting too crazy. Yeah. I. That's why he took my car tonight. I got home on time. That That makes sense. Um, I didn't even realize that when I just saw his out there and I knew he was going. I mean, it's one of those things where you really do have to be, um, uh, what you call it? Like strategic with your driving and everything. So one, I think I have to download a gas app. You know how like there are those apps that'll tell you Mm -hmm. how like where the cheap gas is. Yes. I think I need to do that now because it's getting like, I have 
Uh, I always I, fill up at Costco. And I never go to Costco, you know? Um, like myself personally in my vehicle, I'm never over there. Um, but I feel like, I don't remember what I was going to say. <laughs> <laughs> your husband goes enough to Costco. How long does a gallon of gas last in your car? Not a week? Like a week and a half, I think. Okay, so he can fill up. When he I know. Home. He just never takes my car. Well, but that see, that may be something that you need to strategically do. Yeah. Because it is crazy. Yeah. I was, what I was going to say when I was like, I have no idea what I was saying now, um, is, and we're not even drinking, you guys. I know. Um, <laughs> but I, I feel like I have a smaller SUV, right? Mm -hmm. I only mm -hmm. have like, it's only a five seater. It's not mm -hmm. anything crazy. Mm -hmm. And it was $71 to fill up just unleaded. Yeah. What the heck? I know. And that was like a few days ago. Well, so I'm scared for the next few days. Well, get this. And guys, don't worry. This isn't all of our podcast here, but get this. So we went and met with the car broker that we've been dealing oh, with. Yes. Right. She was telling us that um, the Audi, one of her clients was looking for, they wanted an Audi. I don't know. It's like the Q, Q7. Okay. 50000 over MSRP is what they're going for right now. Shut your face off. Yeah. 50000 over MSRP. <sighs> then she goes, you know, the, um, the G-Wagons, mm -hmm. which, I mean, if I was rich and famous, I would totally drive a G-Wagon because yeah. I think they're really cute cars. Um, and Tony thinks they look like a box on wheels. But <laughs> um, she said those are going for a hundred over MSRP, a hundred thousand dollars over MSRP. No, I, what's the point in even buying a vehicle That's at that what point? I, said. I was like, why would you ever buy it? Who the hell are, is buying it? You know, rich and famous people. But it's like, even if you have the money, why would you want to? That's insane. I don't know. You really have I, to have like no worries about money ever. Yeah. For the rest of your life or something. Because I'm thinking, who the heck is going to pay even 50000 over MSRP? I mean, these like Kia, these these Kia uh, SUVs, the Tellurides, mm -hmm. they're going for like fifteen twenty over MSRP. And it's like, it's a Kia. I really? Yeah. Oh, what is going Are you kidding me? Yeah. that It's insane. My, so my mom has a vehicle that is... Um, it's paid off like must be like five years old maybe i don't think it was that old but maybe it is but it's like an extra vehicle of hers and i guess my brother was looking at prices because it's like i think kelly blue book said like over eighteen thousand dollars i'm like yeah just make eighteen thousand dollars yeah right there yeah. And I don't know, maybe right now it'd go for even higher because it's um, a hybrid. So, you know, less gas. Yeah. Damn, selling point. Yeah. I'm just, I don't know. It's crazy. Well, it's, yeah, it's, it is nuts. I mean, we were talking about that too. And I'm just like, this, seriously, this is exactly what we talk about. Like everything is upside down because that it is really nuts. is. But like, she made a good point. She was talking about, she said, um, you know, the only ones profiting from this are the dealers, not yeah, the car manufacturers. Right. Because they're just getting, which are all, are all owned by shareholders. Mm -hmm. So eventually these shareholders are going to get pissed because they're not getting any more yeah. value. And what the dealers are trying to do is slow inventory to keep the prices, the prices up. up, which she's like, I mean, how many times do we have to get in trouble for this kind of stuff? I mean, right talk about price gouging. Yeah. I mean, yeah. You know that. Yeah. That is crazy. I, I don't know. I just hope I don't have to be in the market for a vehicle anytime soon. You know, I don't want that at all. I know. But yeah. So that's fun. Yeah, that's fun. I know. Sorry. <laughs> fun times. I just, that was real stuff that was happening today. I was like, oh my gosh, that's crazy. Yeah, that's crazy. I don't even want to spend 
those increases that you were saying, like the above MSRP, I don't even want to pay that for, for my base yeah, price. Yeah, your base like, price. Yeah. yeah. Like no yeah. increase. That, yeah. I don't even want to pay that for an actual yeah. price. So that's crazy. Well, I know. And, you know, I was looking at what I said something to Tony. I said, that's a cute little older Jeep. I said, something like that would be good for Tristan. Like I would like her to drive something like that. And he mm-hmm. goes, P a Jeep. And I was like, not a new one, not a new one, not a big, not a like four door, you know, whatever. And he goes, pull it up right now, pull it up. And I was like, Oh wow. I was like, I'm a little surprised on how expensive they are. But actually I did find one for like, like, you know, 20,000 or something that I go, Tony, what happened to the days of $2,500 for a used, yeah, whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Um, The reason I was thinking, not only that, but I'm thinking you want her driving a Jeep with the, like the cost of gas prices. I mean, I guess you're not going to be paying for her gas. So that doesn't matter. Right. But, (laughs) but poor girl will be like, I can't drive anywhere. Mom, (laughs) can you drive me? Yeah. Yeah. Oh goodness. I know. I don't, I don't know. I mean, and you know, we, uh, last weekend when we were hanging out with our friends and she said that, um, you know, they are probably going to give their son her vehicle. Right. Yeah. And how he's like, Oh, everybody's driving new cars. Blah, blah blah. She should look at the value of her car and be like, look, this is a blah, 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 thousand dollar car. Yeah. <laughs> you know, cause yeah. prices are way up right now. Yeah. So well, I do think we will be going the, when the time is, hopefully by the time we're ready, the market's stabilized a bit and it's not as crazy as it is now. That'd be good. I'm really hoping. Yeah. Since, since we know we at least have like six or eight months because yeah. she doesn't even have a permit yet. Right. So. <laughs> yeah. I know. I guess you can be thankful for that part, huh? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Anyway, that was my story for the day. Yeah. Oh, nothing. You just want to fight with me more like last, uh, last episode. Yeah. Trying to find differences. Just trying to, just trying to find reasons for, it's um, probably going to get cut off again because apparently, um, I know our, our mic does not appreciate us discussing things. We disagree. Apparently, I don't know. I know. Um, so should we get started on the topic that cut off last week? Okay. So I don't know if we, sorry, my brain is like all messed up, but did we get any of that? I, I would have to go back and listen. I don't know, but I, 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 I'm pretty sure at this point, our viewers know, um, I'm for sex before marriage and you're not. <laughs> well, I know right? that part. I'm talking about the, the second, second I don't topic. Think that, I don't know that we got any of it recorded. Yeah. Yes. Because I want to say we didn't even finish saying the sex before marriage. I thing. don't think so. Um, I mean, we had gotten the gist of it, right? But, yes. okay. So the topic that we had started to discuss where it cut off is... Um, assisted suicide like doctor assisted physician assisted Mm -hmm. not like if I were to help Priscilla kill herself right now because she's ready to jump off a cliff on her own yeah you know um not something like that but for physician assisted suicide right where the patient is signing off that they are no longer right isn't that what would happen like they would sign off that they would want the doctor to end their life. Yes. They don't want them to save them. Exactly. Um, so I, and this is only of course going to apply to like the patient is terminally ill. Yes. Like, like we're, right. We're, neither of us are in support of a healthy, like 30 year old, just being like, yeah, I'm done. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so. No, sorry. Stick it out. Like all the rest of us. <laughs> if I have to suffer, <laughs> you have to suffer. No, I'm just kidding. Um, but yeah, so that was this, the next topic that we had started to discuss and P was explaining why you were in support of it. 
Well, it's funny because well, it's not funny, but we had we had kind of talked briefly on this topic off camera, off mic, whatever. I know you said viewers and camera. I, I know. Think, I really think I'm ready for TV. Yeah, I'm ready for TV, guys. <laughs> um, so I um, was talking to a friend of ours about this and it was just I'm like this is so bizarre because I literally was just talking to Ashley about this topic and we were talking and and she had a relative who was terminally ill and the suffering that she had to see her go through and I for I guess for me and here's the thing I don't know that I could ever do it for a family member or someone I was close to or loved or not even close to, right? Like making that, like not even making that because it wouldn't be my decision to make, right. but, but seeing it would probably be so hard and hurtful. Yeah. But I'm talking, I'm, if I am the person and I am the one that is suffering, I don't want not only do I not want to suffer mm -hmm. but I don't want my family and my loved ones to see me and have that suffering that goes on for sometimes days or weeks I mean it could go on and on and on yeah and there is absolutely no real life happening because I am no longer really living my life I am now a body only body and soul still here on earth mm -hmm. and at that point and and when my body is physically suffering and I cannot cope yeah I don't want to suffer for days or weeks and yeah you can pray that maybe I go quickly you know mm -hmm. in my pain but I can't say for someone going through that that I I don't that I that I'm not for it because I think that that's a very tough decision and I yeah. get why it's not I get why we legally cannot do it here because it is a very sticky situation. That is not a black and white situation. Um, certain cases are probably very, I mean, at what point, at what level do you qualify it yeah. to be that? You know, yeah. that's where, and who is making those de decisions? You right, know? right. Our state, is it our state? Is it our government? Is it our, you know, is it, is it our doctors? I mean, who is They'd making, probably take me out right now. <laughs> I mean, who, it's like, that's, that's where it's scary. Yeah. But I feel like I just, I wouldn't want to put that on someone that they have to suffer like that. And, and to see someone suffer like that for days and weeks and not be able to pass on their own that's that's really tough and that's a really tough thing to say I'm not for it I just can't. yeah I can't now what about the religious side of it which I know is a huge factor yeah but You know, I don't have an answer for that, except that how are you really supposed to just keep waiting? I mean, at what point when your body, I mean, for the most part, I would think that when you're at that point mentally, you're probably not even capable of of wanting to try to fight to stay on this earth. So it's almost kind of cruel in a sense to say like, well, you're not going to go to heaven if you decide that you no longer can ha handle your body in this much pain anymore. So do you, do you think that, that then people that do decide to go that route, that they do get to go to heaven? 
I think that that has a lot to do with the person and the personal relationship they have with God. So you think, so, so do you think that people who commit suicide can go to heaven? I know this is turning very this religious. Is turning and very religious. I'm just curious about that aspect. I don't know how to because answer that. Because that is what, that is the only reason I would say I'm not in support of it. Um, I mean, when you have a terminal illness or something to that effect, and you're in those late stages <clears throat> in hospice, they'll pretty much put you you know, medicate you so much that you're not really even there, you know, kind of thing. So I personally, that's the route I would go. Just drug me up, I guess, until my body, you know, they stop feeding you at a certain point. So you starve to death. Um, but, um, but I what, just, you know, but yes, but I think that, I don't know. I mean, honestly, I guess, I guess, you know, that would be a really great um, conversation. I mean, that sounds terrible. No, to have, well, maybe, yeah, maybe to have with your pastor. But also I was thinking, you know, for someone who, who does, you know, who works for hospice, someone yeah. who does have to deal with these types of situations, who's in that room with the families and, and, you know, the patient and what they see and what they, you know, what they kind of think. I would be very curious to hear that because I think I look at it like, Hey, I cannot, I can't, I can't say that's wrong and I can't say that's right. You know, yeah. I can't, I can't make that decision. I get why, you would want to say, yes, we should legalize that and that should be okay. I do. Um, I, I completely understand it. But, and, and I think that for that purpose, I take religion out of it because I think it's a personal choice, right? And whether or not you go to heaven or what you do, I don't know, but I don't know your life either. And yeah. I don't know what you've done and I don't know how you are. And I don't know what your, I don't know what your religious beliefs are. And I don't know if you're, even if you didn't do that, I don't know if you would go to heaven. <laughs> you know, you're like, I don't know. I mean, I guess we're all just praying that we get there. You know, like, do you know, do I mean, any of really, us really know for sure? Really don't, you, you know? know, like what if he's like, yeah, I mean, gosh, yeah, he can you, open that book and be did. like, uh, yeah. Remember when you were rude and you were? <laughs> I mean, I love just making rude as something like keep me out of there. Um, but okay, so I guess more of a personal level, then you feel like you could make that decision if you were at the end of, say, let's say cancer. You're at the end stages of cancer. Your and I've made my peace. Yeah, and I've made my peace. I've said what I've needed to say because that does happen, right? Mm -hmm. Where you are, you've said goodbye to everybody. I had this happen to a friend of mine who lost her sister, and she made her peace, and she said goodbye to her whole family. Mm -hmm. She had hospice with her for a long, a long, pretty good period of time. Mm -hmm. And she, she, she wasn't going, she wasn't going and they gave her more morphine. They gave her, she would not go. And at one point, I mean, it kind of, they're like, you know, it kind of becomes cruel because you're like, okay, is this her last breath? Is this not her last breath? Then you're like, yeah. oh my gosh, you know, what's, how long is this process going to take? Because she's been ready to go for five days now, yeah. you know? Yeah. And how much yeah, more can, can she go through that? It can take a while before, you know, once they stop feeding, it can take a while, you know? I mean, depending on where their bodies are at, you yeah. know? Yeah. So. That's why I say it's so hard. Oh my goodness. We need to take a quick break. Okay. Oh gosh. gosh. I'm glad you caught that. I know. Oh, we'll take a quick break. We'll be right back. Okay. 
guys, we're back. Hey. <laughs> That's my I line. Too. <laughs> okay, so um, before we ended for a break, um, we had discussed, you said if you made your peace and all of that, you would be comfortable doing that. Yes. And you wouldn't worry about how it impacted, like, if you're going to heaven or if you're going to hell. Like, on a personal uh, level. On a personal level, I mean, I don't know. It it very well could, I could get to that point and say, no, I am afraid to, what if I do go to hell? So maybe <laughs> I just won't. But I could be tipping the ice just just in case this is my last, you know, three strikes, you're out. I'm going to go ahead and not do that. But, but no, I think, I think with that, it just, like I said, I mean, in, you know, there are people that don't even believe in heaven or hell. Right. Right. But I feel like I don't know. I know my stomach keeps growing. Yeah. What is going on? You got a little alien in there? I, I don't know. Um, so I feel like, I just feel like it would be cruel to think that that would be a reason to not get into heaven. And maybe it's not. Again, I am very, um, like as far as my opinions, it is that that's what it says. That's what I go by. And I could be way wrong. I mean, let's, let's be honest. No one can say for sure what all of it means. No, You know, I mean, there's, and you know, even the way you read something, you may interpret differently than the person next to you, even though you're reading the same thing. So, I mean, I could be wrong. I'm just very, I take it very literally. <laughs> and right. my brain probably cannot wrap itself around thinking outside the box or looking at it differently. You know, it's probably too much for me to handle. Just like, you know, when I'm on a diet, I need to have strict rules. It's <laughs> not like you can have a little bit of this because nope, it's got to be like black and white. Or I can't handle it. So maybe that's why. I don't know. Um, And I mean, I know we all sin. And I've said about a lot of different things. Like, there are, I mean, I guess where I get a little funky, and this is more religious than, like, about that, I think because what we disagree on is only about things that could involve religion. (laughs) (laughs) not that that's not the only thing but like most of the stuff I think that we can come up with um is that like I believe obviously a sin's a sin you have to ask for forgiveness and you can be forgiven where I am at a loss for something like that is that how do you ask for forgiveness after you've died, right? Like, so you do this after you've done it, you don't have a mortal option to ask for forgiveness. Right. So that's where I think I'm like, well, how, you know, I don't know. I would be curious to hear what your pastor says about that. I know you should ask him research. Yeah. Maybe I'll have to do a little internet research of my own and also <laughs> ask. <laughs> so maybe I'll report more on that. So yeah, that's, that's, I mean, I get, no, I, yeah. I do get it. And, and look, I've said this from the beginning. I appreciate, um, fudge. Hold on really quick. Sorry. Hold on. Okay, guys. Sorry. We're back. Sorry. Technical difficulties. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Um, we just are trying to make sure that we actually record a full segment for you guys. Yeah. I know. I know. Um, okay. Anyway, you're going to talk to your pastor. I will. Yep. Okay. We'll do. So maybe I'll come back on that. Yeah. Um, 
I feel like you started to say something after that, though, mm. but I can't remember. Oh, I know what I was going to say. I was saying that I appreciate, um, I think that religion in general, so the Bible, um, your your faith and your relationship with God. I think that um, I appreciate that I've said this before, like the Bible is what stands the test of time. Oh, yes. right. Mm -hmm. And I don't think that it should conform so much. I think we live in a world where we've conformed a lot and yeah. we've, we've bent over for things because it's kind of the new age thing. Right. And I think we've ended up in a lot of turmoil mm -hmm. because of it. Yeah. But I also right. think that there are some things oh, yeah. that I'm like. Mm. Bending needed to take place. Yes. You know, Absolutely. for sure. There, yeah, there are definitely things where, um, I mean, I don't know. And Old again, Testament, New Testament, things changed from yeah. know, one to the other. Yeah. So, you know, we don't, we don't sacrifice lambs anymore. Yeah. <laughs> things like yeah. that, you know? Yeah. So, I mean, things have changed, but yeah, definitely, um, definitely something to, I guess, for me to chew on a bit. Yeah. I know. Um, Okay. So next topic, and I don't know if you are ready for this one. Oh, gosh. But um, the next topic is abortion. Dun, dun, dun. You really are just <laughs> trying to like. No, because I know that our disagreements are not going to, um, are not going to cause any issues with us. I just know that we have a difference of opinion on it. So, okay, here's what I will say about, about this. And this is coming from someone who I don't have any experience personally with right. abortion. I have never been in a situation where I felt that that was that that needed to be brought to the table as an option. Right. Um, so, but I do know people who have gone through abortions. Same. And I also know the world that we live in. I, I don't necessarily like, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not the person to just say, well, if, if a girl is raped, then it would justify her abortion if she chose to have an abortion. I don't necessarily think that that's like the, I think people sometimes think that it's, it's that or right. it's you have to have a baby, you right. know? And I don't think that that's the case. I think for me, I feel like, again, this is going to sound like, I feel like this is, sounds like a total cop out, but I feel like it truly, I do feel like, I cannot judge one person on making that decision. I can't make that decision yeah. for them. I don't think that's, I, I think that's, I think that's um, where a lot of people stand. I would say, honest. I would say that I'm probably more pro-choice because of that, because I feel like it's a decision that I cannot make for you that you would need to make yourself. And I believe that there's a couple of things that come with that. One, I do not believe in, the timing on some of these and oh. how far into a pregnancy. Oh yeah. That's horrible. These, some of these abortions go, yeah. I, I'm not, I, I'm not down with that. I mean, yeah. no, if, and this sounds, this sounds cruel, but if this is what you're going to do, you need to do that before this, this now becomes a child that sounds bad because it's like, who's to say at what point it becomes a child. Right, right? right. But I, but okay. Are you, you're talking about something that starts to actually form and grow. And there are 
abortions that I just, I feel like I'm like, okay, no. Yeah. No, 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 no. Taking it too far now. Yeah. But do I feel like there are a lot of unwanted babies in this world? Mm -hmm. Yes. And that's in our country and not in our country. Right. And I never want to say like, well, we should be like other countries and you should only be able to have one baby and that's all you get. <laughs> but, but at the same time, I think that there's a lot of poverty. I think that there's a lot of unwanted babies. I think that there are a lot of, we'll call them mothers because they gave birth to children, but should probably have never become mothers. Mm-hmm. And in some situations, the children are able to grow up and get out of a life that they should never have been born into. Mm -hmm. But in a lot of situations, they don't. Mm -hmm. And if now, right now, as of now, that mother has had a choice, okay, to have an abortion or not. She chose not to for whatever her reasons were. But I think of what if they didn't, if that was not ever an option, how many other unwanted babies would be born? And when I say unwanted, I mean, look, I know that there are mothers out there who would love those babies who can't have babies. I mean, unwanted by the person who got pregnant. Right. And I feel like as much as you can try to teach safe sex or in your situation, sex before, no sex before marriage. Abstinence. You know, and you can talk about protection and condoms and birth control and all of those things, things are still going to happen. And especially if people, and I'm not saying these are all people that are, I'm not, I'm not saying all people who have abortions are like drug addicts or whatever like that, but there are situations where people are not in their right mind to be having children. Mm -hmm. And yes, they should never have gotten pregnant. Now, what I think is also a situation is, you know, it may not even be that. Maybe it's a maybe it's a female, maybe it's a girl who accidentally got pregnant and that's not what her that's not what was in her plans because yeah. she's going to school or she's got this great job or whatever. I mean, there's uh, there's so many different reasons why women choose that. And I'm not look, I think especially if you can afford to have a baby, which most people can't, okay? <laughs> but they really can't. But if you can financially figure it out and you are of decent mind <laughs> at the time, I think it can happen. I mean, I look at myself, my mom was pregnant at 15 and I very easily could not be here today. Right. She very easily could have had an abortion. Yeah. She's 15 years old. She's scared. She's with her like first boyfriend. And how is she going to go home and tell her parents that she's pregnant? Right. And she somehow does it and she somehow graduates high school and she somehow gets good jobs and she somehow provides and she somehow ends up with terrible men but ends up you know amazing daughter yes with an amazing (laughs) daughter at the end but so I think of myself and I think I very well could have never been here Mm -hmm. and I wouldn't have blamed my mom for making the decision that she did because she was 15 years old and she was scared. Right. And, but that goes to show you that just because you're scared, just because you aren't, you don't have the right job and you aren't financially stable or whatever, you can do it. You can do it. But my mom, you know, that was a mature decision for her to make. And she did. And not all women are make those decisions. Yeah. And I also know women that have had abortions that have regretted it. Yeah. Later. Yeah. Because maybe they were scared. And Mm -hmm. so they did it. And yeah, now they look back in their older age and they're thinking, probably should have never done that. Yeah. You know, so but again, it's to me, I think of like, I think that it. Sh- I think that it should be a choice. I think that there's things with it that are loose ends that I don't agree with. Mm-hmm. I think that when you decide to have something like that done, I think that there is there should be. I mean, you you got. I mean, you know, I talk about therapy, therapy, therapy. Yeah. I think there should be absolute follow up with these girls. Yeah. There should be follow up. 
It's not so that they can go out and get pregnant again. Yeah. It's not so that this becomes their birth control. Right. It's not so that, you know, they can whatever or continue on a path of destruction because those things are self-destructing at some point to you physically, emotionally, and mentally. Yeah. I maybe there are some girls who can do it and don't have that attachment, but I think that as women, I think that's very unlikely. Yes. And so I think that it's educating before that decision is made. And I think it's educating after. Yeah. And that's where I think that we lack in our country. Right. Is the follow through the, the mental and, and, full physical health of an individual after making such big decisions with your life. Yeah. You know, I think that, that mental health really falls through the cracks. Oh yeah. In so many ways. And that to me is just another one of them. Yeah. So I obviously broken record here. I stand with the stance in the Bible that I do not support it. And I just want to say multiple things. Um, I think that what you've said about mental health, I think that's huge. Um, I, I know myself, I've not ever needed to consider use that as a possibility or have that be my decision. Um, I do know people that have, I know people who haven't. Um, and I have to say, even had I say gotten pregnant, you know, my sister got pregnant very young and had I gotten pregnant, you know, at the age that she did, I wouldn't have made that decision. It's just not something that I've ever been comfortable with, but I've known people for a long period in my life that, um, you know, like when I was younger, I knew that they had, um, had an abortion and it's something that they regretted every day of their life. Right. There wasn't a day that went by where that wasn't something like that thought about it didn't cross their mind. Right. And so I do think, um, you know, that is a, a big deal. Um, it's something that I wouldn't want that, um, <laughs> emotion, stress, any of that on my own heart. Right. Um, but I do think to forgive yourself even for a decision like that, that you are now regretting in life. Especially because, you know, down the road when you do end up having kids, like what kind of thoughts go through your mind? You know, that would have to be hard because, you know, I've I've had a miscarriage and there are times that I think about that pregnancy. And like where what could have been, you know, and, and that wasn't my decision, of course, but it is still something that I do think, you know, it's not something that brings me sadness like it did when it happened. Um, But I think that also is probably, I didn't make that decision. You know, I don't have to look back on those things knowing well, you know, I could have had that baby, you know, right. it wasn't in the cards, you know, um, I think if I had made a decision, I would probably look at it with sadness because I think I would feel a lot of guilt. I, I don't think I could get past that, you know, yeah. like that yeah. emotion isn't going to go away kind of thing for right. me. Um, but I think that, for women that do or girls that make that decision, I think it would be so beneficial to have some type of mental health in place, like a mental health system in place for that. You know, there's all this funding that goes to Planned Parenthood and this, this, and that, and um, all of these different programs. Why isn't that a part of that program? Right. You know, I'm not saying Planned Parenthood is the only place that provides abortions. Right. I, I'm not right. saying that at all, but I am saying if that were an option to have, because right. a lot of times when someone has an abortion, a lot of it is, you know, financial reasons they can't afford it. Right. They're very likely, you know, 
on free health insurance, which in case you could go to Planned Parenthood, you know, and that type of thing. Um, and that would be so helpful because, um, maybe not only the education, but learning how to forgive yourself. I just think there's so much healing that is lost. You know, I think that's something that, you know, a lot of women, I know some women, you know, in, in, unfortunately in, in my opinion, unfortunately in Hollywood, they've kind of like, well, you know, I've done it and everyone, you know, it's like this thing where it's like, oh, like I'm happy I've made this decision and this, this, and that. And I think that's very unfair to our society because the majority of people are ashamed. You know, people that I know that have had abortions are not going out telling everyone, you know, there's a large population of their personal relationships that they're never going to tell those people, you know, because it is something they feel ashamed. They feel guilt. They, it's something that they're sad about, you know, Mm -hmm. like they're all those things. And most of them haven't dealt with those feelings or Mm -hmm. those emotions because I think they probably just bury it over time. In my opinion, that's just my opinion. That's one thing. Another issue I think with our society when it comes to this is that um, a lot of people, I think they feel similar that, you know, you said there are a lot of kids in society that are in the system that they don't, you know, kids aren't being adopted, all of that. I think that's another system of ours that's broken. Oh, absolutely. It absolutely. should not cost thousands upon hundreds of thousands of dollars to adopt a child when there are all these children well, that are orphans. It also shouldn't be easier for Americans to go adopt from other countries exactly. instead of exactly from their from own here. backyard. Yeah, exactly. I mean, that's, all that's ridiculous. These, yeah, you have all of these kids that... And I'm not there saying don't people. adopt from other other countries. I'm no, just saying because they make it difficult here. Too, but yeah, they make they're... it difficult here, and that's not fair to the kids, and that's not no. fair to the parents who want them. No, it is not fair to the kids here at all. It is not fair to the parents at all because I mean, you think about it, they make it easier to adopt someone from another country. I mean, you're talking costs for flights and days off and all of those types of things involved in that. And you're, I mean, it's easier to do all of that and cheaper to do all of that than to go through and be able to adopt someone in America. Now I have heard a couple people, um, through other podcasts that I've listened to where they have said, um, like someone adopted, um, outside of the U.S. because they didn't want the child to be able to contact their parents. Like they were afraid that kid would leave them. Oh, like if they yeah, had, like, yeah, I mean, I don't you know, know you could yeah. just go back to Nebraska yeah. down the road, right? Like yeah. it's not going to be as, so I don't know. I think, I, I mean, don't know. I, I, I've, I've, I've known people that have adopted, that have tried to adopt here and it's like impossible. Yeah. Impossible. Yeah. I'm, and then they get their baby from another country and it's like, there's but, other, but, and, and they love, here. and they, they, there's nothing wrong with that. They love no. their baby. It's wonderful, no. but it's, but like, there are so many are, American babies that, and no one from other countries are trying to adopt American babies. I mean, come on. No. I mean, people here can't It'd be weird. <laughs> <laughs> Because you're American. I know. I mean, like, maybe there's... But see, and I say that because I don't want our children adopted to other countries. Yeah. If there's people here who want them, who, you know... I mean, that's... I shouldn't say that. It's, look, and I think about the kids that are coming from other countries. And granted, some of them are very... Are very poor countries who, you know... Like, the kids probably wouldn't survive. No. But I think, like, we have... We should be able to keep our children yeah. here. Yeah. This is our country. Yeah. This is our pride. They should grow up with our pride. Right. And they should be they should be able to find parents who love them. There are many, many, many women who 
cannot yes. have children yes. or I mean, or men, you know, yeah. men who are, who are married and need to adopt children. They yeah. shouldn't have to go, you know, yeah. To another country, another country. Right. Because there are so many kids here that need to be adopted, Yes, but the system is just so broken. It's just ridiculous. Yeah. It's, it's unacceptable in my opinion that it's allowed that it's allowed to be this way, right? right? Like, why isn't there, I know there's obviously, like, I'm all for limited government and things like that, but there should be systems in place to prevent this from happening. I mean, we have all these kids that, you know, they don't get adopted by a certain age, and then they're a lot less likely to be adopted. Right, And right we're making it so hard for people. So of course there's going to be so many kids that get beyond that age, you know, and it's right. like, Oh gosh, I don't know. I just think it's, it's crazy. It's sad. And it's so broken. Um, that's my other issue with, um, our system. Yeah. I yeah. I'm obviously I, I am not a supporter of abortion, but I do also think that's a broken part of our system that could potentially help um, you know, people to make decisions not to have an abortion, yeah. you know, yeah, because it does suck, you know, I don't know. So that's that. <laughs> you done arguing with me today? No, I'm just Yeah, kidding. yeah, I guess so. Good. Well, hopefully people listening can understand that, look, I mean, whether you agree with Ashley, or you agree with me, or you don't agree with either one of us, right. or you think that we're both off our rock, or whatever you're, whatever <laughs> you think, um, it's real conversations, and this is this is the part where I think, like, like any grown relationship and adult like relationship, we don't have to always see eye to eye, right. we don't have to agree, but we respect each other enough and the opinions that we have, and. Yeah. And we're able to listen to the other person's side. Exactly. This is why I don't, or this is why I do. And, you know, I get it. You know, I heard you out and whatever. And now you can go uh, jump off a curtain. No, No, but it's like, (laughs) you know, I think that, I think that we live in a very more so now, not our generation, really more of our kids generation, but they live in this, in this world of, you can't disagree with someone because then you are completely like the, you're on the opposite side, right? Like you become enemies because you don't agree on the same situation. And so you now are against each other. And it's like, no, we're not against each other. That's not, that's not what this is. And that's why we live in the most amazing country in the wide world because Because we have a voice. You can have your opinion and I can have my opinion. We can still love each other and appreciate each other. And I mean, respect is a big thing too. Respect. You know, respect each other because I may have a different opinion than you, but I respect your opinion. I to be honest, I respect your thoughts on the situation. Yeah. Even though it's different from mine, I I do like to hear right other people's opinions because i do like to know like okay well why is it that you feel right. that way you know i right and i think that's how we grow as people to be honest absolutely if we are all in our one little box and everyone agrees and right. nobody is this way or that way then we don't ever grow and we don't i mean there are things that i believed when i was 15 that i don't believe now oh absolutely and it's because of growth, right? Right. right. You grow, you learn things, you've heard other sides of stories right. and opinions and different things. And, right. and you change with that and understand things differently. Right. Um, but that's not acceptable now. <laughs> so, yeah. You know, yeah. you have to be on the same page as everyone else or you're horrible. Or you're um, culture. Exactly. And one other thing I want to say is that I know not everyone listening to us is, um, necessarily like uh I like what the Bible says is where I stand that's how I feel but I want everyone that listens to understand that whether you agree with the Bible or not or you I mean believe in God or not um I don't judge you for any decisions you've made 
anything you've had to do. Trust me, I have family members that have had abortions. I myself has had have had sex before marriage. <laughs> I mean, um, you know, I may not support physician assisted suicide, but I do understand why people would feel that that's the decision they want to make. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I don't have any like hatred or anything like that toward anyone. Um, again, like I agree with the Bible, we love everyone, right? Like, yes. like regardless, yes. it doesn't matter. You may, I, I'm a sinner myself, so I'm not casting any stones and yeah. just saying that's how I feel. Yeah. So please, if anyone feels like, oh gosh, Ashley's like really like religious and blah, blah, blah. That's not the case. <laughs> and I, she's going to go put her nun dress on. <laughs> hey, when I was pregnant before I got married, I was actually a nun for Halloween, a pregnant nun. Right? Oh my well, God. Hey, I didn't grow up in the church. I didn't grow up with oh, religion yeah. really uh, much at all. And I'm not Catholic either. So we don't have nuns. <laughs> So it's fine, right? You're all no. No, no but you're yeah, all I am not Catholic, really, so that's not no. okay. No, not really. I'm just kidding. But I did just want to share that that I love you all and have nothing but love. I love everyone. most of you. No, I'm just kidding. I love you all too. <laughs> Thanks, everybody. Thanks, Thanks for swapping with us. Segment music by Callie Grace. For more of Callie Grace's hits, follow Callie Grace on iTunes and Spotify today.